My name is Adam Taft-Lambert, and you are listening to the Good Market Live podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Good Market Live. If this is your first time tuning in, well, you're in luck because this is an exceptionally special episode of Good Market Live. For this episode, our co-founders, Harry Cunningham and Mary Beth Trippis, are joined by the incomparable Barbara Bradley Backer, co-founder of the iconic Vera Bradley. It's an episode filled with incredible stories and illuminating advice about the world of entrepreneurship and so much more. And we don't want to waste any time. So, as always, we're so happy to have you join us on this episode of Good Market Live, and we can't wait to showcase this story of one incredible founder. Probably one of our most exciting podcasts to date. We're so, so excited for this special edition of Good Market Live. Mary Beth and I are here, and we get to spend the next 45 minutes or so with one of the co-founders of Vera Bradley, Barbara Bradley-Backard. Welcome, Barb. We're thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to get to talk to you today. And we get to talk to you a lot, but a lot of people <laughs> yeah. don't get to talk to you a lot. So we're really excited to have you with us today. So thank you. Good. Thank you for getting, getting up early. Somewhat. Ish, ish. <laughs> early I'm not up. a morning person. <laughs> Everyone in the world knows I'm not a morning person. We should have done this over cocktails. What of my grandchildren? Well, this is water-ish. One of my grandchildren chose afternoon kindergarten and post-morning because he said, I'm like you, Bertie. I'm not a morning person. I said, oh, my God, my reputation. They know when they're three or four. Oh, geez, that's a bad sign. So, so Barb, we're going to get to have some fun today. But I want to kind of kick it off. You... You obviously founded the company with Pat 40 years ago this year. Um, you had a fun life before that, too. So not like you're 110 now, right? But Well, <laughs> close. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about like how, how you came up with the idea, how you started Vera Bradley, where it all came from. Uh, it was really pretty simple. I, I mean, it really, truly was. I, I think most people know I grew up in Miami Beach. So... We were in Surfside, right next to Bell Harbor. So I was familiar with Pierre Du, Laura Ashley, um, just neat, fun, colorful thing. So now my girls are going to college. And they didn't have anything like that. We carried canvas bags. They carried regular luggage. And yet they weren't Pierre Du girls. They weren't Laura Ashley girls. They were more, I'll call them J. Crew girls. You know, they were middle of the road, like a lot of color. So I think that was the that was the seed of the idea. Why isn't there something out there affordable that they can carry? Ta da. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, there it was. So meanwhile, Pat and I, actually February 9th <clears throat> was my dad's birthday and we always went to Florida in February for my dad's birthday. Now, that's another joke because my mother's birthday was in August, and no one came to her birthday because who wants to go to Florida in August? So my dad's birthday, we all went down. So Pat Miller was with me, and this idea was kind of kicking around my head a little bit, but not serious at all. And um, so coming back, we were in the Atlanta airport, and we were detained, and I said, you know, no one has colorful luggage. Everyone, everything I see is plain and bland and very masculine and everything. So we came back, and the idea kind of permeated a little bit. That was it. That's the beginning. Went to Joanne Fabric, bought some fabric, picked out what they had, 
I wanted it to have a trim because in those days it was more of a Pierre look. So found a striped fabric and I thought, okay, I can cut the trim off of that. <laughs> we can add it to this. And went down the basement, made up a couple bags. I, I do sew, Pat does not sew. I thought, I don't think I want to be sitting in my basement sewing, thank you. <laughs> so put an ad in the paper. I mean, this is so bizarre, crazy, crazy, crazy. That's why I get ready, fire, aim. That's my, that will be on my tombstone, I guarantee you. Um, among other things. Among other things. There's a few okay. others. There might be we'll a lot. A big tombstone. You need the really tall. Oh, oh, yeah, I need a six-foot tombstone. Okay, so um, put an ad in the paper and said, and we might have even said women wonders, so I'm not sure, but I assume they would be women back 40 years ago. So wanted to sew in your home, in your home. It was like the original work from home. It, it mm. was, and they called it a cottage industry, but mm. it started as just, uh, well, we had so many phone calls. I think I had 80 phone calls. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, crazy. I mean, it was crazy. So we decided how are we going to handle all this. We, we went down on our ping pong table, which mm -hmm. is why we have a ping pong table here, cut out the fabric. So we'd put it in a plastic bag. The zipper, the thread, the fabric, all cut out. This is it. Take it home. Like a Mary kit. Beth, take it like home, sew it, bring it back. Okay, now they would bring it back. I, we're at home. And I would open it up. Now, the first thing I noticed in a couple, I could smell smoke. Oh, because it's quilted no. fabric. Uh -huh. And it's 1982 when smoking was cool. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I say, this doesn't work. Okay, so now. You're this, fired. Uh, well, basically, you cannot smoke. And so, okay. so that was a way of editing <laughs> our sewers, for sure. Are you a so we you can't ask those questions anymore. Though. Yeah. So <laughs> right. So we got down to, and then I inspected them. Now the other thing that flashes back to my history is the nuns in my past. The nuns were brutal, and I took <laughs> home ec from them. And they used to char grade you higher on the inside of your garment than the outside. Mm -hmm. I could whip up an outfit in an hour, but don't look inside because <laughs> I'm only going to wear it once. And, uh, but they would turn it inside out, and you get your higher grade, which quality control. Yeah, I right. mean, it drove me nuts because I, I, I just visual. Oh yeah, it looks great. Oh, don't look at the same. <laughs> okay, but learning from them. I would turn the bags inside out, and then we became rather known for that. Mm -hmm. the, the, our bags, you could turn them inside out. The quality was there. Okay, so that, so I turned the bags, I didn't spend. So now I have my good sewers, probably maybe 10 or 15. Then it got to be a little hectic. I still had um, two kids at home. Uh, I, we were hanging wallpaper, doing other things. Yeah, I want to talk about the wallpaper yeah. story, too. We'll, okay, we'll get so to we that. had yeah. other stuff going on, and then I had these women driving in 
with their bags for me to open to inspect. I mean, you wonder why the marriage failed, right? So, anyway. <laughs> hey, was, Barton, real quick, you, you mentioned you still had two kids at home. I think I remember this correctly. Jimmy, your youngest, yeah. you used to have him. He learned to uh, oh, iron early, oh, right? Because absolutely. he had to help stuff with that. He, he did the trim. <laughs> he'd be watching TV, and he'd, I'd set the ironing board down flat. And he, In fact, I counted up yesterday. I think I counted. There have been 16 family members that at one time or other worked <laughs> for wow. Wow. from warehouse wow. up to CEO, oh up to chairman, chairman of the chairman board. Of the board. Yeah. Yeah. But I counted Jimmy. I almost overcounted it, didn't think of him. And I thought, no, wait a minute, he was there at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, all, all. 16 plus your six, five-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so? Not to mention how many modeled yeah. in the oh, catalogs. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. made from They're still birth, around right? here. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's funny. So um, where am I now? So I go back to, so they bring in the things. So then mm -hmm. I pay them for the bag. Not until, you know, I inspect the bag. Okay, here's your $5, whatever it was. All right. So then it got to be rather hectic and confusing. So two of our sewers, they were a couple, um, Mark and Cindy Pfeiffer. We called them Mark and Mindy. But they were, <laughs> but they were Mark and Cindy. They came to me and said, you know, how would you like us to pyramid this? How would you, why don't you put us in a room or a building somewhere and we will handle all of that. And I'm like, yes. Then I could go out and sell this stuff, you know. Yeah. So um, we did that. So we, wow. we had a little space somewhere. I don't know where it was, a room maybe this big. And they brought in, they ended up with about 20 or 30 sewers. Wow. So that was the first of getting it out of, I mean, we're still in my basement as far as sales and everything. But that got the sewing out of wow. the cottage industry. Wow. And then they inspected everything, and it went really well. So there's a fun story that I, I love about um, how you, you went to the Chicago Mart. So I think the first show, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I would love for you to share the story about the little girl, oh, which I yeah, think is a really, really I fun think one. My kids call it a God wink uh, or a Gadinky wink, some of them. But it is the probably one of the luckiest thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. You know, when Guy Raz does his podcast and he'll say, was it luck or yeah. talent? I have to put luck way on that side. <laughs> so we were doing one of our, one of the first gift shows at the um, at, in Chicago, and I saw that there was a party or an event for exhibitors, and I didn't know any of the other exhibitors at that time. And I thought, oh, I should go to that. Pat was in Fort Wayne. I was there, I think, alone or with a neighbor of mine. I was alone. No, I was. So anyway, I went to this event. There were about a thousand people, at least, on the top of McCormick Place, an outdoor event upstairs. And I didn't know many people, but I'm talking to people. And I see this little girl, she was six years old, walking around. And um, she was so darn cute. She had on a little cute print dress. And I start talking to her. Well, in the booth next to us at the, in where we were in the basement in the, of McCormick Place was a, a company that made, um, well, they made magnet things. They made butterflies to put on your 
garage door. <laughs> really neat stuff. <laughs> really bad. But one of the items they had were little, they looked like pierced earrings. It was a magnet. So you put a little pearl and then you put a magnet behind it. It looked like. Like you were an earring. Yeah. Those are pierced. So, yeah. I need one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, I became friends with the people and I happened to have a pair of those in my pocket. And I saw this little girl, and we started talking, and I showed her the earrings. I said, you want to see something cute? Well, she went nuts, and she said, can she go show her mother? And I said, of course. So she went over, and her mother comes over with me and starts talking, got a big kick out of it. And she said, who are you sitting with? I said, well, I'm not sitting with anyone. Well, come sit with us. Okay. So I'm sitting at the table, and the program starts, and Yi, her name is Yi. I didn't know at the time. Yi Little. She says to her daughter, daddy's speaking now. Will Little gets up, the head of the entire, <laughs> not only Chicago gift show, New York, all of them, Will, George Little Management Company. <laughs> I am sitting at the head table with the daughter of him. And I could have never put that together because his wife is Chinese, so the little girl is very Asian looking. I could have never thought, oh, I wonder if that's Will Little's daughter. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. there's no way right. you yeah. put those together. So anyway, um, the next day, so then I show him, of course, I'm carrying the bag. The next day, he comes down to see our booth, and he said, oh, we've got to get you out of here. We were in the worst booth because we were the first handbags to ever be allowed in the gift show. Mm -hmm. We were supposed to be in the apparel show, and I talked my way to shut me up to get me out of their office <laughs> into the gift show. Because I said, well, purse okay, is lady. a gift. We'll let you yeah, in, but okay. you go to the Just back of the Just shut her up and you <laughs> never put her in the corner. <laughs> never you're put you're next to the, the air conditioner. No, nobody puts Barbie in the corner. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's, a good, that's another good one. So, um, yeah, you couldn't find us with a map. I mean, you really, we were down the fifth aisle, down the thing, uh, next to the people with the butterflies. <laughs> the butterfly magnet. Yeah, say no more. Oh, and the other one on the other side was a lamp. It was a lamp comp company. They make goofy lamps. And one of them was a little Hawaiian dancer. And she had a thing. <laughs> the hula. And, yeah. yeah. She, did a little and and she was like the bobbleheads. Yeah, this, it was. Right? Yeah. But the funniest part was it kept playing the same thing. Aloha, oi. Aloha, oi. That's all playing. It didn't go da 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 Aloha, oi. I'm like, oi. Oi, shut up, aloha, oi. So oh, anyway, exactly. Oh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, we're, that's our great spot. All right. So now, hey, we'll but if little... you weren't there, you wouldn't have gotten the earrings oh, that led you there, right? Yeah. That's it. All happens, it's right? It's so bizarre. Sorry. So anyway, and then I meet then Will Little, and of course, I, I, I love. He loves the fact that I love his daughter, and his uh, wife loves me, and we right. all love each other. And so then the next what a show, the next show, we were on the main aisle. Upstairs, <laughs> place, next to um, oh my God, who who were some of the uh, the top the big guys at yeah. the time? Yeah, the top guy, and <clears throat> we had a great show. I mean, we didn't know what the heck we were doing. We we had a wonderful show, and it was Glenna and Marianne and all. And then um, two shows later, of course, then that led to getting better space in the New York show too. Mm -hmm. Then. And we were doing Boston at the time, Boston show. 
I was running around doing all these shows. Uh, then he nominated me to the board. They needed needed a woman on the board, so I was the token female. Forty years board. ago. Yeah. 40, Forty years ago. Yeah. Wow. So then he put me on the board. Wow. So then, and I'm not a great board member. I don't love boards. I'd rather just do stuff than talk about stuff. So I go to the first board meeting, and um, lo and behold, Pierre Backard was the chairman of the board. And he was the best board chair. I mean, it was, it was <laughs> so funny. He'd say, okay, do we have a motion? And then they'd say, Mr. Chair, we need a second. He says, God damn it, give me a second, will you? Give me a second. Like, let's get out of here and have a drink. That was his thing, you know, moving on. He didn't know any of his Robert's rule, whatever you, whatever. Robert's, Robert's, Robert's rules. Whatever. Robert's rules. Yeah, he, he did not know any of it, but it was the most fun board meeting I've ever been at in my life. And they got a kick out of people. Ideas were great. They were flowing. They were terrific. So anyway, after um, that board meeting, he came up and said, you know, it's the tradition that the board, a chairman of the board takes the newest board member out for a drink. <laughs> uh, okay. Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. Course so anyway, we ended up getting married. I'll leave it. <laughs> so Fast forward. It didn't we hurt. The, all the yeah, it didn't hurt the brand. There's, yeah. a, there's a little nugget in that story, though, that I want to talk about a little bit because it, it ties to another great story uh, of yours that I know. And I think the fact that you talked to the six-year-old little girl yeah. was a great mm -hmm. thing. Fast forward to a number of years later, you and I met. We were at an event together in New York. Yeah. And um, you went over and just said hi. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. I think I'd love for you to talk a little bit about just say hi and how that was mm -hmm. important to you because that's – it, first of all, it's a beautiful phrase. It is. But wonderful. it has so much more meaning mm -hmm. behind it. And, and you just said hi to that six-year-old girl and what a change it mm -hmm. made. And yeah. then many, many years later, when you and I were together in an event, you just said hi. Yeah, put that on my tombstone. Mm -hmm. Just say hi. I love that. <laughs> just say I try hi. to live by that, too. I love that. Yeah, yeah it it's a wonderful no thing idea. because it came so... Well, first of all, I, I do say hi to most people. Mm -hmm. But in this case, I was at an event. It was a Broadway event. And we were invited to this amazing after party. Shocking and, because you're not a fan of Broadway at all. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Don't know and any all of those the, everybody was there, all the Broadway stars and everything. But one um, young man was in a wheelchair. And he was all dressed, so cute. He had a tie on, a suit. And he was very palsied. I'd say he had cerebral palsy to, to the extreme. Now, my brother had cerebral palsy, so I'm comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable with disabled now you can't say disabled anymore you don't mm -hmm. we're but i'm comfortable with that so everyone's milling around and i went over to this young man and just said hi and and said how did you like the play and he 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 communicated through a computer so we were talking and this other gentleman comes over and introduced himself and he said i am so thrilled that you are talking to my son and i like my why wouldn't I? <laughs> he said, because most people don't. They're intimidated by someone who is handicapped or disabled. And um, anyway, he was head of the Cerebral Palsy Foundation. We have become dear, dear friends. In fact, I will see him this weekend. And his, friend, his son, Tom, dear friend. And it's just, he started this campaign. He was a marketer. He was uh, had his own... PR agency, I believe. 
and he said he's noticed that people don't talk to people that are different than mm -hmm. they are. Mm -hmm. And so he said, when he'll ask the people, why didn't you talk to my son or so, they'd say, I didn't know what to say. Mm -hmm. And then he said, just, just say, say hi. hi. Mm -hmm. And then the gal that I wrote the book collaborated with up at the lake, mm -hmm. she's, um, she uses a wheelchair and goes around the lake. She'd been on our lake for years, but she was always riding around the lake and I'm up in the cottage. <clears throat> And the next weekend, I said, well, I'm going to go down and say hi to her. We have become dear friends <laughs> and um, collaborate on different projects. Yeah. Such a good message there. It's too, such, yeah. a such a good message. It, it, and people don't talk directly to the person, and I've witnessed it, where, like, say say you are using a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And I would say, um, well, how, how did you become friends? You overlook the person. You go to the the comfort zone. Yeah, the one. Go yeah. to the comfort yes. zone. Yeah. Right. And it's your own comfort. It's, it's, it's the way mm -hmm. you feel. It's not anything. And, of course, we're involved with the Olympics and Paralympics, and also we're very involved with it now. So great. So great. Um, if we back up a little bit, yeah. pre, pre Vera Bradley, there was a, a little thing that you and Pat did, right? So I, I'm excited to talk about the entrepreneur piece and, and your, your wallpaper hanging oh, yeah. business, but I'd love to hear a little bit about that and the. Um, the wallpaper slash babysitting that you all were, you were doing. You, I think Pat, when Pat first came over, you were papering your house, right? Then you oh, all yeah. moved a lot. Yeah, yeah. And every that was an easy way. And wallpaper is such part of the Vera Bradley DNA. But yeah. anybody that doesn't know you doesn't get to know that home decorating is a big love for your for you. Right. Big passion. Right. I, I never studied it or anything like that, but I grew up with it. And that was one of the um, reasons I named the company after my mother, because anything that I have is inherited through her taste, her, um, it's just, I, I didn't get a lot. I wish I'd gotten her skin or hair or legs or, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get any of that, but I definitely got her, her taste. And even growing up in Miami Beach, and a lot of her friends, they all had interior designers, and all, mm -hmm. never did. She always did her own thing, and it, she mm -hmm. always we always had the neatest house ever. Yeah. So what what was the name of the wallpaper business that you and Pat well, had? I wanted to name it Well Hung, but um, <laughs> our husbands didn't think that was too clever, so we named it Up Your it's, Wall. That was my count for mine. And. Um, but originally, no, I had done that before in Chicago when I was younger, and we were called the Paper Dolls. That mm -hmm. was with Myra Risher, a good friend of mine. Now, we had no money, but paper you could buy. They had these paper warehouses. You would buy paper for $2 a roll, and we hung it ourselves. So, so then people would come in and say, where'd you get your paper? Well, I'd say, well, I can get that for you. And then who hung it? Well, I can do that for you. <laughs> so next thing you know, we were hanging papers. So we got it. We decided to have a gimmick, kind of like the strippers. You know, we, have to, <laughs> we had to have a gimmick. So we painted our ladders pink, and we wore pink overalls and put a little pink thing in our hair. Our brushes <laughs> were pink. Everyone wanted us to, well, of course, you'd imagine all the construction guys. Now, we were in our 20s and 30s then. They all wanted us. They all, everyone wanted the paper dolls to paper. So we were doing these homes in Lake Forest and beautiful homes and everything. So then when we moved from there, I came here. Um, that's when I thought, well, I, I'm not the paper dolls anymore. That's when I had to get a new name. 
Up your wall. Up your wall. Up your yeah. wall. But just think, if, if that were today, you'd be on HTV with a show. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really think about it. Here you are just doing a cool business with a friend. Well, it was really funny, too, because um, I say we had no money, and we didn't. I mean, my kids, you know, when you have that many kids that close, and we just didn't. I mean, we weren't yeah. poor. I don't mean that. But I, that money meant a lot to me mm -hmm. to go out and earn that wallpaper money and come home and have it. Mm -hmm. um, but the friend that I papered with, they were on the opposite. They had quite a bit of money and they had their own plane and all this stuff. But she just loved hanging paper like mm -hmm. me. And sometimes people would treat you a little different because you're a paper hanger. You know, and I'm like, oh, Myra, <laughs> Myra could buy your house and paper the whole house. But they didn't know that. And, and we funny. would, you know, we'd say, leave your kids, go on out, we'll finish. And then I'd hang We'll on. watch the kids. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and those were like, yes! Yeah, I'd like, go on out, out we'll, we'll watch the kids. The and I'd hang all the pictures. They'd like, come can you back. Imagine today? Not only was the room done, it was, well, one time we had a funny thing. We were called back on a house in Lake Forest that um, the woman said, I've had this <laughs> wallpaper paper, this room paper twice because. Billy, every time we do it, he takes his crayon. Oh. So anyway, why don't you go out and leave little Billy with us? <laughs> <laughs> then you end up getting so more she jobs. she went shopping in Lake Forest. I said, Billy, come here. <laughs> you touch this paper. I will be back here. We never heard from her again. I don't know if Billy, Billy? narked or if... Never, the poor I'm kids. scared he, of that lady. Boy. I think he's in, he's in an institution right now. I should Google him. But it was so hilarious. You know, Billy's going to wreck it anyway, so don't take too much time doing it. No, we don't work that way. Lady. And we still don't work that way. No, we still don't work that way. No, no, no. We still don't work that way. So fun. And I think I, it's funny because we could talk probably for days. I remember we the first time that I met you. Um, I, I'm, hopefully you remember. I know we were supposed to get together at your apartment in New York and, and chat for about an hour. And four yeah. and a half hours later, yeah, yeah. we had finished a glass <laughs> we of had wine. The same experience. Yeah, we yeah, had yeah. gone for we sushi. So <laughs> we had had dessert because right, right, you right. and I love a good dessert. Like yeah. we love, Mary Beth and I were <laughs> talking about that just the other yeah. day. I mean, I remember we were mm -hmm. at a restaurant here in town one time and ordered seven desserts because more people keep coming in. And every time somebody come, come sit down yeah, with us, have another dessert. Then, yeah. <laughs> Went back, had yeah. more wine, and finally was like, I got to work tomorrow morning. Meanwhile, the, 20 meanwhile, beignets later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the night owl is just getting going, and I'm like, oh, I've been up since 6. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, gotta I go. know. I we know. had that same experience. I remember yep. coming to Fort Wayne. Okay, you're having you're, you're meeting Barb at Barb's house. I'm like, oh, my God. I, <laughs> what does, does that, that mean? mean? <laughs> <laughs> then I get to what Barb's house, mean? and Barb asks all the wrong questions oh, that yeah. you're not allowed to ask as oh, my human God. resources, oh, right? Oh, my God. But we That's like, hit it one. off right away. Yeah. In the old building. Three hours later. Like before Barb. Julie North, who Julie is the best HR person in the world because she she's so good. She's good, but she's also real. You know, yeah. yeah. The past HR person, they had to move her down the hall from my office <laughs> <laughs> because she just couldn't even stand to hear what I'm saying to people. You know. <laughs> um, so speaking good, of though. you saying things to people, there's also another funny early story. I think you were collecting a bill. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh, the one yeah. about, about that. Vera. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. so this was in the old days when we were actually in a little rented space. We had just left our basement, and we were doing everything. I mean, I was, 
even doing, and I'm not a numbers person or anything, but I was bill collecting. I was, you know, everything. And we, um, one man wouldn't pay us, and he owed us like, I don't know, maybe $50, $60, whatever it was. And I, in those days, we faxed. And I told him, I said, you owe us the $50, blah, blah, blah. And he faxed back, and he said, I do not owe you $50. And if I did, I doubt if Vera Bradley would drop dead over $50. Well, it happened my mother dropped dead that week. So... <laughs> I took her obituary, took her obituary, I put it on the thing, and I said, you do, and she did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got the the $50. Yeah, you do, it was just, that's all it said, you do, and she did. (laughs) It is Vera Bradley dies at age 80. Yeah, so So that was funny. And one of the things that I know you and I have laughed a lot about is, People dying. We can make it fun. It's we love. Okay. I it's love death. I love. <laughs> I, so I have a cartoon on my phone actually where the, the guys that you can see the mound and they're burying someone and everyone's laughing and and the minister or whoever he is he say, but seriously though, you know, <laughs> everyone's laughing and, and that's how I want mine to be. Well, Celebrate one me. more death story then. I I know we one of the early. Uh, products that we had outside of bags was apparel. Oh yeah, right. And and so Vera, was oh, yeah. tragically died after a car accident yeah. unexpectedly, and yeah. you were getting ready for the funeral. And I'll I'll let you take it well, from there. Well, well, she died as a result of the accident, so she was still beautiful. You know, it wasn't like she was in a smash up. It was mm-hmm. a um, it was a internal injury. Yeah. Right? yeah. So anyway, she looked gorgeous. Of course, she's in Florida. Why wouldn't she have a little tan? <laughs> 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 so um, we didn't know what to bury her in, and then we said, well, it should be Vera Bradley. I mean, of course. And she was the rep for that area. so Which um, was probably cool for her, too, to be like, hey, I'm here to sell. I'm Vera Bradley, yeah, and I'm here to sell Vera Bradley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, all her, all the people, so many of the people came knew her in Boca Raton, Florida. So anyway, we had a brand-new pattern, that, and we had just made into um, blue. Yeah. So I called the office. I said, send that down. So we put her in that. She looked amazing. I have a picture of her, which my siblings did not appreciate. They don't think I should carry a picture of her <laughs> in the coffin, in the outfit. Okay. Um, but anyway, one of the women <laughs> was about 10 feet from the coffin, and she said, oh, I'm dying to see your mother. I loved her so much. And she got about two feet up, and she said, oh, is that the new blue? <laughs> So it was so dark on cute because we said, yeah, she was selling literally from the coffin. She was selling. That's how that's and she would have loved it. She would have loved it. Yeah. It's just like a little hyla going on in my It's just like when my dad died. Um, it was funny too because in those days you put a rosary in their hand or a Bible in their hand or something. Well, I had just flown down, he too. And I had the little miniature. He drank Dewar's White Label. And <laughs> the little min- so I tucked it in his hand in the coffin. And his friends would come up and they'd look and they all burst out of the music. <laughs> there he is. There's the Having doers. a drink. Yeah. There's the doers. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. Well, Mary Beth's the good salesman too, but. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I don't think I'm that good. <laughs> no. I'd still be selling. You never know. And, and, and she, I mean, really, it, it 
she would have loved that. She really, she used to always, when we go to funerals or something, uh, she'd say, Barbara, I hope I die before you because you're the only one who will make it right for, <laughs> you know, who, because we, we got to kick fun. out. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. need to keep it fun, right? Yes, yes. Or keep... Keep the effing funeral. Keep the effing funeral. <laughs> <laughs> funeral. The, Maybe it should be yeah, called funeral. funeral. That's funeral. Yeah, the first three letters are funeral. Well, that's what I always yeah. think I would like to de decorate funeral homes because they're all so funereal. <laughs> but to walk in, wouldn't it be nice to walk in and see a funeral home that really looked pretty and alive and without colorful. the weird peach lights yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Didn't, wait so we're in indiana batesville is in indiana did did we ever do linings for caskets because um, i know there's been vera bradley oh prints gosh. on a lot of things no but we did one time pat and i we were headed north on to go up to my daughter's kappa days at michigan state because i had two girls that were kappa and so pat we both went and a deer, we hit a deer, totaled the car, and I said, that would have been perfect. We could have had the, the two of us, we go together. And then we <laughs> oh, the, it's like Thelma and Louise. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then we have the, the casket line in Vera Bradley. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maybe not. Not, not really. <laughs> now you could line it in, you know, a woven, a little a yeah. quilted jacket. Oh, yeah. Quilted yeah, jacket. Yeah. <laughs> So the, the foundation, the Vera Bradley Foundation, obviously a, an important part of what we do here, not, not ever started. It was kind of an, an early good that was started for a real reason, though, yeah. which a lot of the brands that we have, if not all of them, have these wonderful causes that have been started by something that happened in life. Could you talk about Mary a little bit? Yeah, I, I, Mary and I were roommates in college, and her father was a four-star general, big, big deal in the Army. And he was head of the Ryukyu Islands, which is Okinawa over there. So she was here for college, but she couldn't fly back for holiday. You know, well, Christmas she went back. but So she chose me from Miami Beach. Yeah, oh, she didn't go with Glen Arino to Detroit. <laughs> Smart girl. So she came home with me and became part of our family. And um, she looked a lot like my mother. I was telling someone this story the other day because my mother was dark hair, olive skin, and Mary, it, I remember one time being out and mother ran into some stranger or someone she didn't know very well and she said, Oh, my daughter's home from college with her girlfriend. And the woman looked right at Mary and said, Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> what about the redhead with freckles? <laughs> okay, so um, Mary was more than a friend because we became very involved in each other's lives. And um, then her, her husband, she married a West Point guy, which a lot of my class did being up there. Mm -hmm. And then he was in Vietnam quite a bit, and we spent a lot of time together. Um, her, she lost her grandmother to breast cancer and her mother to breast oh. cancer. And then she was diagnosed with breast cancer. At what age? She was 45. Mm. Wow. And she had two daughters at the time. Mm. And I'm like, I was devastated. I did not think she was. She was at Kathy Ray's wedding with mm. me and all. Um, but anyway, she did not survive, and I spent a lot of time with her before she died. In fact, we sat and went through her jewelry and decided she knew she was going to die, mm. so we were prepared. And she was 
amazing. She was hilarious. She was physically beautiful, but she was hilarious, <laughs> which made it because when people say, oh, Mary's so pretty, I wanted to say, okay, yeah, she's funny, and she's great, and she's lovable and everything. So anyway, and she became one of our very first reps, you know, when I called on my friends. So we went through that with her, and then she died. It metastasized. It went to her brain. It, yeah. Wow. One funny story. Um, I flew in to see her. I went to see her a lot when they were living in Washington. And she met me at the airport, and she had a thing around her head because she had no hair. And the the some religious group came up. They were trying to get money. And she said, they think I'm one of them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, she was that way. She laughed. <laughs> you know, she, like Glenna, she's like, it's fine. So, anyway, when she died, I kept thinking, we've got to do something mm -hmm. to break this, you know, mm -hmm. the just, cycle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, we said, let's have a golf tournament. And, again, ready, fire, aim. We just did. Mm -hmm. So, the first meeting, I remember we brought together a little, kind of, call it a steering committee. And I remember they said, let's raise $25,000. I'm like, I'm not putting all this in for $25,000. i will write a check right now, which I didn't have $25,000. <laughs> <laughs> it might bounce, right. but I'll bring you a check. Right we're not working this hard for $25,000. let us set the bar yeah. really high, which we did. And then we first gave the money to the American Cancer Society. And then we were not getting the answers that we wanted, really. Where is this money going? Mm -hmm. um, so then IU, then we somehow, I can't remember exactly what connected it, but they came and said, we will tell you where every penny goes, blah, 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 blah. So that, it's been an incredible, mm -hmm. um, incredible partnership. And almost, what, $40 million, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. 37, 37 five or 38 Amazing. million, something mm -hmm. like 38 that. 38 million. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And fun. I have to tell you. Oh, yeah. And the golf we, event is one of my most fun experiences with Fear of Brown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though I don't who golf. who doesn't like to have fun I don't, at all. <laughs> well, I when he doesn't golf, we have fun. It's I, I about know. the outfit. It's about well, the cocktails. Well, that's what we said. It's, it's not dinner. about how, high, how yeah. low your yeah, score is. It's here. bringing all of us together and having and a nice time celebrating. And what they've done for us, I'm on a board down there. I mean, what they have done for us personally, you know, right now my nephew's going through cancer treatment. They have, you call down there, mm -hmm. and they are on it. Mary Maxwell, who's down there, mm -hmm. when my nephew flew in, she met him at the airport, wow. took him to his hotel. I mean, they are all in. I'm having dinner with Jay Hess on the 10th of March. They're just amazing Being people. We've mm -hmm. saved lives. We know. Amazing. And that's what I tell Mary's daughters and her granddaughters now. I say, I know your mother has saved life. There are people on this earth that wouldn't be here had it not been for her loss, unfortunate. But, but yeah. there, and there's so much. I mean, Mary Beth and I have been fortunate to get to meet so many of these founders that are mm -hmm. doing things like that and saving lives and changing lives. And it's not just breast cancer. It's mental health and it's clean water and yeah. it's so. sex trafficking and you right, know, the list right. goes on. And I think you actually were on to something before it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's yeah. Not, it wasn't. You know. There wasn't even. I don't even think the Susan Coleman was going on there. Wow. I'll tell you what brought me into it more was my relationship with the AIDS because of being in the gift industry. I was very involved it, early, early on. I lost one of my dear, dear friends 
to AIDS. Now this was, it had to be 40 years, when we first started the company. And um, I was devastated by that and then lost, I bet I knew, I bet I knew five people that died of AIDS. So I was relating it to, no, wait a minute. <clears throat> we're working on that, we've gotta work on this too. And then, yeah. yeah. And I think Mary Beth and I were talking about this earlier today. Just if you're working on one thing, that doesn't mean that's the only thing you can work on. No, there, no, There's no, so no. much, and you, you represent that so well in, in the good that you do. Yep. Um, and I think... Yeah, we were also about, talking yeah. about there's more good to the brand than even the foundation. It goes back to things that you were talking about earlier, and we talked about even on Monday when we had lunch together, was 40 years ago, you were even empowering women right yeah. to come out and join yeah. and yeah. i don't have any skills it doesn't matter come on along yeah, with yeah. me we'll figure it out together and really yeah. raising that platform for women to actually feel confident you know yeah. so we actually had a scholarship too for women going back in because i had been a stay-at-home mom all those mm -hmm. years so what happens when um you your last child leaves home and then what am i going to do yeah, right <clears throat> right that's big and I think stay-at-home mom's an interesting one. I'm realizing this week while my wife and one of my children is on the other side of the farm. Ain't easy, yeah. What it's All like to does. be a stay-at-home yeah. mom and a working dad at the yeah. same time. It's, yeah. it's you got to get home. It's yeah. a lot. Um, and, you know, so much. I, I have, not that I ever didn't respect. I have, I have a tremendous amount of respect for my mom who yeah. raised me by herself from when I was eight. But I have a kind of a newfound respect for what it's like to be a stay-at-home parent. Mm -hmm. and work mm -hmm. and you know it's amazing that you're able to do that for women then and I think the fact that we get to work in a company that is what are we 86 percent women I think and now our board is one of the very few boards that is majority female which is fantastic amazing. I mean there, there's so many trails that have been blazed in the first 40 years mm -hmm. um, and you know somebody once called you the original millennial uh, which I, I think it was, I love that. It was it's great. Like with Jack, it was Jackie Lavadini. I think yeah. you were talking about it. She said Barb's kind of the original millennial, yeah. right? Um, but well, I well, back up to my generation, and it's even really weird. I mean, I this friend of mine who graduated from Princeton. There were no women at Princeton in those wow. days, and then you hear these stories of. Um, the women really Supreme Court where they couldn't get a job. They graduated from law school and couldn't get a job. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were really in the dark ages. Right. But I never right. thought of it as that. I always felt equal. I was never out burning my bra somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but I it just, was nice. I, you said earlier it was nice to have that little bit of cash that I knew was mine. Yes. You know, it's that's empowering. <laughs> that's confidence building. It was for it really me. Is, yeah. Because I was actually on an allow you know, my husband would say, okay, here's what you have to spend per week. Here's your mm -hmm. food allowance. Hmm. And, wow. you know, then I'd go out and hang wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> you Little does he know. He he know. know. That's why I love the $50 thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The $50 thing is a great one. <laughs> um, you, I think I'm... Many of us can talk about it. I think we're all lucky. Fifty, the fifty dollars story is a fun one because I think people get excited about that when they start mm -hmm. working here too. The fact that on your birthday here at Vera Bradley, you get a card, which is nice—a a, hand signed card, not a printed. Yeah, it's a hand signed card by a number of people, and you get a candy bar, which is always like who doesn't love a sweet on their <laughs> birthday, and you get a fifty dollar bill. Yeah, 
and it's your $50 bill to do with as you please. And they used to come to me every year, finance would come and say, Barb, we could put that in their paycheck. And I said, no, no, no. it's not the same. <laughs> I swear to you, I could reach in. If I reached in here today and found a $20 bill, I'd be like, Oh, bingo! <laughs> one lottery. Yeah. And I save mine. Yeah. I like hold on to mine for I weeks. Do too, I'm like, what am I gonna do? And then yeah. I then eventually I spit it. Like, oh, oh, oh John. Has oh, <laughs> I love that the fifty dollar bill. Well, someone, someone when I'm long gone, please keep that tradition yeah. going. Cause yeah. I, I, it goes back to the old days when <clears throat> that money, a cash in your hand. And you could get a Manny yeah. Petty. You didn't have to tell your husband right. that you had a little extra. When you could get a Manny Petty for fifty dollars. Yeah, oh, right. Well, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm lucky to do that. Yeah. Today. That's true. And, that's and some so folks still think you that's your fifty dollars that you're giving them too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep the credit. Don't yeah, right. worry. Keep the credit. That's yeah. Credit. Love that. I love it. That's I love credit. it too. Well, we it's been amazing talking today. We clearly have enough more that we could mm-hmm. talk about for episode two, so we'll have to get you back up mm-hmm. up early, or yeah. maybe we'll do episode two over cocktails, which could be more fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, episode two over cocktails. I also, um, one more thing before we go into yeah. the finals. I think um, you introduced Godwinks to me. I didn't yeah. call them that, but I always felt that, but yeah. I think we had a big Godwink, Carrie and I, with the door being open at yep. the store that day when we were just talking about we were at the Vera Bradley store at Jefferson Point, and we we're like, "What are we gonna do? You know, what can we do differently?" And the door, the door to the open. new Good Market location was open. Isn't and that we something? Walked yes. In, that and was, yeah. Harry can envision things I can't. I have to actually see it. And we're walking in, just talking, like, "Yeah, we can do this." That's what, you can do that's pivot tables, big, and I can't. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, it's so a, exciting, and I tend to get. Uh, I, I, it's the builder in me. I like the process mm. of creating something and then when it's over it's like okay what's next yeah but i think that good market to me it's it's so exciting i am Mm. so 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 proud of it and and you guys i i I don't know i think it's brilliant because i remember being there when some of that stuff was pouring in (laughs) but the cause behind it is so neat i mean and the fact that they're different i do that with our family foundation and I turned it over to my children where they all have a choice of causes because my causes are obvious. Mm-hmm. Alzheimer, my husband had. Cerebral palsy, my brother had. Mary died. Okay, I know all those causes. But maybe I don't think about a cause that I don't have any connection mm-hmm. to. But the Olympics being one of them, I wasn't aware that we are the only country we don't um, that doesn't have the Olympians taking care. You know, the country support the Olympians. Oh, but not here. We're the only country that doesn't. So it's all um, donations. And these kids need this. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of mental health issues, Mm -hmm. which is what our foundation is focusing on now. If you look at the uh, Michael Phelps thing video, Mm -hmm. these people, they get the big high and then it's... Mm -hmm. And then it's a big Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now our foundation is focusing on that. I might not have done that. it, just different causes that, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And I love that, spreading that around so you um, you see it from someone else's vantage point. point. And right. I think that's one of the fun things, too, about going to Good Market is you might, if you don't know that we're doing good when yeah. you walk in, you come in and learn it. But if you do know and you come in because you want to support one of the causes that we have, yeah. you get to then be educated about other causes that we're supporting, too. And you might find something else. Like you mentioned three, four right off the top of your mm-hmm. head, you know. Maybe, yeah. maybe you want to support 
other causes and you didn't know you could or you didn't know how. And we know we meet a lot of people that want to do good and they just, they just don't know how. need help yeah. on how mm -hmm. to do it, which is, I think, part of why it... And, and, it's, and it's a so fun way to do it. Yeah. It's a, Write a check and mail it in is not nearly as fun as walking out with something, something. and, and yeah. no, yes. I bought a blanket, someone gets a blanket type of thing. Yeah. yeah. And, or getting yeah, a good really latte. Good. Oh, I love that. <laughs> we love a good latte. We love a good latte. I know. Well, Barb, there's five questions that we love to do at the end of every one of the podcasts. We don't get to we don't get to prep you at all. So unless you've listened to a podcast previously and written them down, I you haven't. Won't, you won't remember. I'm going to guess you. I'm going to guess you've listened but haven't written them down. But mm -hmm. but Mary Beth and I will bounce back and forth on these. The first one, um, what does doing good mean to you? What does doing good mean to me? I think it's all about the, it just makes you feel good and it helps the cause. But I think it what it just makes you feel like, like you're helping someone. I mean, I think you know that story when I give the grandchildren money, they have to give 10% to a cause. I started that when they were three years old. And, and the stories were so cute because they'd say, you know, oh, Bertie, I bought a bike helmet, but I gave $10 to a boy in my class whose house burned down. Yeah. They get more excited about the money they gave away. So I think it teaches you how good it feels. So that's a little selfish way to look at it, but it's it makes it me forward. feel good. Yeah, it's I mean, good. purely selfish. Mm -hmm. pay it forward. All right, this one's going to be interesting, Barb, because normally it's what one word describes what you're doing at whatever brand you're working with, but you're doing so much right now. So I guess I would say what one word describes what you are doing with your life today related to doing good? Um, with my wife, well, my main focus is to wake up every morning because... <laughs> <laughs> That's doing good for yeah, all yeah, of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wake up and I'm like, Another day. Um, uh, okay, run, run that by me one more time. What second. one word describes one what word. you are doing good with your life today? I just have to say living it or, or having fun. Mm -hmm. I have to keep the F in there. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. That. If you could say one good thing to someone, what would you say and to whom would you say it? If I could say one good um this is getting way too personal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fun of it. <laughs> We're not done. <laughs> well, this, um, I'm talking about Bob Watson, the, yep. the man in my life right <laughs> now. He's in a situation where I feel like he's given up. He's in a place he doesn't want to be because it's safe and guarded. No. Mm -hmm. I would say, you're in the ninth inning. Go for it. Yeah. Do I, I would say to him, get out of Bozeman and get to New York City. <laughs> Thank you. And have fun. And have fun. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather drop dead on Broadway than die of old age in a nursing home, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's how I feel. Just make the most of every minute. Yeah. And he pops into my mind because I'm so focused on the fact that he's not doing this. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I guess I, that's way too personal probably for this, but that's I think it's a great one. But it's a great one. I think there's a real strong message there. And live then, your there, life. Live your life. And I think that's such a part of really what you do, too. And you do celebrate yeah. that every day. You do live your life. And you encourage other people to live their lives. And, right. And, and I've yeah. done that even with people leaving the, the company or something. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll take Holly, for example, comes to me. I would never say, oh, you have to stay here. No, what's best for you? Yeah. What's what's mm -hmm. best in your life? And get on. And Sue Britton, 
I sent her off with the biggest hug in the world, and mm-hmm. it was horrible losing her. But I knew for her, it was best. best so I always mm-hmm. think I have to look at the person and say about them. Yeah, yeah, I think there's something good around that, too, that, that folks who do make that decision, it's a really hard one for them. So that says a lot to the company mm-hmm. and yeah. to all that we're trying to do here that it, it's, it, it is a tough decision, but yeah. um, still the best. Well, I, I can be selfish. I mean, I left a 29-year marriage because it was better for me. Mm-hmm. And that was very hard to do with yeah. family and children and siblings mm-hmm. and all that. Very hard to do. But I had to be true to myself, mm-hmm. and, and I have no regrets whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was the hardest thing I have ever done in mm-hmm. my life, definitely. Yeah. But I think you also live your life with no regrets, too. You live it well. I don't look back too much. You, yeah, you mm-hmm. look forward, which is a good thing. And you're constantly, yeah. and you know, you all, <laughs> there's so many more stories <laughs> in my head. But, <laughs> we need uh, another yeah. one. It's always about looking forward. <laughs> always. You okay. read the book, my next book that I couldn't put in the old book. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. The <laughs> next chapter. The I next, it, yeah. the next volume, volume two. Volume two. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is a good good quote that you think about? Um, the good quote. Um, okay. I, uh, oh, there's so many good quotes I like. Um, uh, I I think I like the one. Um, be more interested than interesting. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, that has to be at the very top of yeah. mind. We quoted that one this morning, yeah, we sure I think. Did. Yeah, we did, yeah. I, I really do think mm-hmm. that's a really, really good one. Um, of course, I like Honey Badger, don't take no shit. I like <laughs> <laughs> that's another one I really like. <laughs> we like that one too. That's a good one too. So put those both We'll put those side by side. Yeah. Wait, yeah. we, we filled up this first six feet, so now we moved on to the back <laughs> side of the tombstone. Now we're on the back. Yeah, yeah. We're, the back. we're working Remember the old joke about that? I love the one tombstone, the one that lady wouldn't give her recipe to anyone. Somebody would say, oh, I want your recipe for whatever it was that she over my dead body. Well, when she died, they put on her tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it. Yeah, you get, well, and she's getting visits, too. Yeah, People so, go visit. Yeah, right? yeah. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. All right, last question, and, and then we'll unfortunately wrap it up, but we'll save some more for the next time. Um, and you already have a book that's written, so this is going to be a really fun one for you. A, a lot of what we do is focused on storytelling, and we love to tell great stories at Good Market, but in person, we love to tell great stories, too. If you had to pick someone to tell your personal life story, who would you pick to tell your story? Oh, who would I pick to tell my story? Oh, you could do a really good job, Mary, actually. I don't know. It'd be hard um, for my kids, my siblings. Who would I pick? Um, maybe a Broadway person? Um, you could be the next. You could be the next Broadway musical. Um, you know, in Three high B. school... Um, uh, I, I was in a play, and I was Lucille Ball because I was redhead, and he... Her husband graduated from St. Pat's, this little bitty high school that I went to, 100 kids in the school. And they came back, and we did a play, and there was a, the boy was from Cuba, and I was Lucille Ball. Oh, cool. And I, I always think somebody like, someone silly, like Lucille Ball, yeah. or, or <laughs> someone who's not too serious. I thought you were say. going to say Glenna. Oh, well, personally, ooh, I don't know. We have a, <laughs> <laughs> There's Glenna Kitchell. Oh. <laughs> Those are stories you can't tell. Those are stories over your dead body. <laughs> I don't know if I would trust her. 
No, I don't think I would trust Glenna. Sweet That's Glenna. Funny. Uh, it's uh, got to be somebody that knows enough, but not too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she might know too That's much. That's funny. If if I'm telling it, I'm the cover is going to be the picture of you and me dancing on the table at the first sales yeah. meeting after I started uh, yeah. here. Oh my <laughs> when God. you said let's dance, I'd be like, nope. And then you said. I founded the company. You're dancing. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I know. And I miss those. I, I oh, miss yeah. those parties. Yeah. Oh, we've got to get that back yeah. somehow. Well, because that's the effing fun for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Well, for first sure. we need to get people back out into life. I know. And then yeah. I know. And we're, getting we're getting there. We're getting there. We are getting there. Yeah. But and, the and second I we think can, the yes, other thing that I'm most proud of, and I should in these mention my children, because I do think... Um, I'm so proud of the way they they do what I do. I mean, they mm-hmm. loan their homes to people. Mm-hmm. They they're good people. They help. Yep. Uh, you know, they're just. I just spent time with Joni and Bob, and they they get everything done. They accomplish a lot, but their heart is in it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm so proud of of um, them. I really am mm-hmm. because they're amazing people. Yeah. I just, they are. I think mm-hmm. they really are. Yep. And um, and the grandkids too. You know, there's a Chinese adage that says, "If you want to know what kind of a parent you were, look at your grandchildren." Mm-hmm. I love that because I have pretty neat grandchildren, mm-hmm. and you know, they will raise the way you were raised. And then some of the issues mm-hmm. we've had with even employees here, where it was it didn't work out, somehow I trace it back sometimes to family, or you know, their mm-hmm. family relationships were not good. Mm-hmm. Their mother, their relationship, one person I, in particular, I remember, she said she hadn't spoken to her mother in 20 years or something. I'm like, mm-hmm. unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Unless she's an axe murderer and she murdered your father, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Work it out. Work it mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So, yeah. So. I think you you exude generosity. I think that's probably one of the biggest things that I've taken away in the five years that I've been, you personally and openly mm-hmm. and your children do the same um we we kid i i coined it um airbnb barb so <laughs> the airbnb barb that or, or we can no be be uh, bed and no breakfast bed and no breakfast be and no be that's what my friends <laughs> there will be no food there but you are yeah, no 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 that's right that's right Just not a chip in the house Cake, bread, and water. Well, yesterday, yesterday was turnover day because Ann Coyle left and Glenna came in and, and Cecilia wasn't there. So when Glenna came in, I had actually changed the bed and ironed her sheets. She said, Perry, you didn't need to iron my sheets. I said, oh, yes, I did. I grew up with a beer ride. Yeah. Well, Barb, it's always fun. We have so many more fun stories. You can add a lot out of that. <laughs> But um, a, a huge thank you for taking time today. Fine. Oh, so I loved it. I loved it. You guys should have a total time. <laughs> but you should be. Yeah, I mean. We really. should, right? Oh, we should. Really, we should for absolutely. Real. There's no doubt about it. Fun. Thanks yeah. so much. Thank okay. you, Barb. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.